Welcome to Probably Bothered, the podcast that cuts through online business myths so that you can redefine your version of success. Because I believe if you aren't a little bit bothered, you probably aren't paying attention. All right, my stomach is full of chicken nuggets, gluten-free, of course, and I am sitting here in my little home podcast studio, and it's time for a get real talk. And you know what that means. This is another solo episode of Probably Bothered. Now, I've put a lot of thought into this episode, and the title of it is I'm Burning It All Down. So you know I've got something juicy to share. (laughs) And I really thought about this because I thought, you know, what should I say about this? What is okay to share? What should I keep to myself? And for lack of a better word, protect my image. But the reality is that I've worked really hard over the past more than a year to make this a place where... We say what's uncomfortable and we say the honest truth, even if that doesn't necessarily put things in the best light or have a marketing spin on it. And I think it's important to just give you guys an honest look at what's been going on in my business. So about a year ago, I found myself in the position where I no longer had a full-time job. And my role had been eliminated. And luckily, at that point in time, I had already spent two years building a business. Now, the model of that business was wonderful for a side hustle. It served all of my needs as a side hustle. But I never intended to take this business full-time. The model of the business doesn't necessarily support the sustainability factor that you would want for a full-time business. And so as all of those changes were going on, and even a little bit before, I made a really big leap in my business. And if we're being completely honest here, which we are, it didn't pan out the way that I expected to. Now, it could be taken as a failure, but I don't really take it that way. I have learned so much and grown so much over the past year, the first full-time year in my business. And I want to just tell you guys what's going on and what I learned. So the leap that I'm talking about, the massive change that I made was I started to pull away from web design and I did so because I love teaching. I think that it is so fun. And if my mom is listening to this episode, she will tell you that she tried so hard in undergrad to get me to go to school for education. And I just, I fought it. I don't know why. I fought it at the time. Mom always knows best, but she'll never hear me say that to her face. <laughs> anyway, I was really passionate about the idea of creating a coaching business where all of these things that we talk about on the show weren't weren't the be all and end all. We weren't chasing six figure businesses or 10 K months or making the leap to full time in your business. I wanted to help people create a business that worked for them. Even if it was a side hustle, if they had five hours a week or 20 hours a week or 30 hours a week, whatever amount of time they had for that business. Um, I wanted to help people realize that your business is legitimate because 
it is a business. You're serving people and you're making money. Even if you just have the idea of a business, it is legitimate, right? And what I had hoped, what I had hoped when I made that decision to stop talking about web design altogether and go full in on coaching was a few things. I hoped that I could figure out the model of marketing that made sense when it wasn't just about money. And I hoped that I would be able to message myself in a way that would resonate with my ideal audience and the people that just got it and understood what we were after would, you know, find me and migrate to me. I also hoped that it would give an air of, of sustainability into my business. And the reason coaching businesses work so well is because you have recurring income. And that is just something that with the model that I've set up in my web design business, I don't have. And that's okay because the model that I have works for me and it works for my ideal audience, minus the sustainability piece that works for me. Um, it's, it's just kind of, it's two different reasons why the, why you would charge the way that you would charge in each business. That's what I'm trying to say. So a huge driver was enjoying my day-to-day more because you guys have heard over the past year, if you are avid listeners, have probably bothered, you've heard the conversations that I love to have. And I love to help people realize what's possible in their business and become big picture thinkers. And even if that doesn't, you know, necessarily come naturally to you being able to kind of step in as that second brain and say, Hey, here are some things that are coming up for me. How does that resonate with you? And then of course, that, that recurring revenue, that sustainability piece of your income was also a huge factor in why I wanted to make the leap into coaching. And what actually happened was not what I expected. I worked with a few people over the past year who were incredible. They have incredible businesses. I helped, you know, I helped one client create a business from literally nothing. She had nothing but the idea and walked side by side with her as she created her personal styling business. And I have, you know, so many amazing stories of the people that I did work with. But what I did realize is I wasn't able to turn that piece of of my business into like a full-time sustainable revenue source for myself. And one of the things that I realized is that it was in part because I wasn't willing to market in the way people say that they don't want to be marketed to, but it's the way that they tend to actually respond to marketing, right? If we're being completely honest, I don't know why that's my catchphrase for this episode, because of course we're always being completely honest, but basically the, the uh, clients that I did work with were phenomenal, but I wasn't able to, to work with enough clients to turn that into the main point of my business. And what I realized over time, because I had planned this huge networking group. I had planned multiple products. I had gone down so many paths in pursuit of this other type of business. And what it came down to for me was realizing that I was distracted. And I think this is one of the hardest lessons that I've learned this year 
as an entrepreneur, especially an entrepreneur that has more time on my hands because, you know, I'm going from being able to work on my business for a couple of hours during the weekday to being able to work on it anytime that I want. And so I think with the increase in time that I experienced, I, I wasn't, I wasn't able to focus myself. I let my ideas run wild and ideas are wonderful. The, The lesson here is not to not have ideas and not to stop thinking about the big picture. That's not the lesson. The lesson is that I learned for my business is to focus in and do one thing really well before you expand to a million other things. And that's not something that I did. Specifically, I cannibalized my website design business in pursuit of a hundred other ideas that were not yet fully developed. And so I realized this about two months ago. I took a step back and I thought, man, something just is not working. Things feel hard. My revenue is not at the point that I would have wanted it to be a year into my business, a year full-time into my business. And I decided to burn it all down. I stopped everything, everything other than website design. And the reason that I did that, I'm sure is obvious as I've talked through all of these things, I needed to go back to basics and reformat my business in a way that makes sense not only to me, but also to the outside world. So right now in my business, the things that I do are custom website designs for clients. I work, I've worked on a couple of digital products. So I've sold a couple of my systems. So if you're a website designer who is just starting and you don't have a system, you can purchase my system that I use with clients. Or if you're a podcast host and uh, you're having guests, you can also purchase my podcast guest system as well. I'm working on building out templates, Squarespace website templates with a very, very specific niche. And then I'm also working on um, some subcontracting relationships. So having a couple of different uh, sources that will, you know, need like 10 or so hours a month and I can jump in and help support them in their business. And that really is the sustainability piece of my business at this point in time. And here's the deal. I'm really excited about this change. I think I realized at some point, there were two things that I realized at some point. I was not marketing myself the way that I needed to as a coach because I wasn't fully bought in on what it means to be a coach in this space. And you guys know, if you've listened to any other episode, you know all of the reasons why I don't need to go into that, but there's a lot of flaws in this space right now. I feel more confident marketing myself as a website designer backed up by my skills, my abilities, my client testimonials, and you know all of the knowledge that I've accrued over the past three years doing this. So number one is the confidence I have in the offer is exponentially increased. Number two is all of the things that I thought annoyed me about being a website designer at the end of last year, I don't think that they're extremely true. I I have found a new lease on creativity and 
uh, my exploration of my skills. And I've realized that I don't need to learn something totally different to feel as if I have made progress or gained a new skill. I can really hone in on the website design stuff and, and go deeper and deeper and become extremely knowledgeable and still feel fulfilled in that area of my mind that just loves to learn. And I'm just generally excited for this change because sometimes we just have to recognize when something isn't working. We just have to be able to take a step back, look at our business as a whole, look at the data that it's telling us and, and know what we need to do. And that's what I've done in this case. Now I'm bet you're wondering, what does this mean for probably bothered? (laughs) And you guys know, I have had incredible guests on this show. I've had so many great conversations. I have learned more through the conversations on this podcast than I have in many other avenues of my life, maybe even as close to my MBA. I definitely have learned more practical, applicable, real-life things here (laughs) than I did in my MBA program. And I love this show. I love the rambling nature. I love the conversations. I love that we can start on one topic and then just get into the mindset and the feel behind somebody's business and how they approach it. I think it's super unique and I don't want it to end. That being said, this is the last episode of season one. Uh, My season one has gone on for almost a full year and I'm sure you guys could tell when I needed a break because I definitely didn't hit every single week or every single episode, but I sure did try. So we're taking a break between now and the end of the year that that is we're in 2022 right now. If you're listening to this at some point in the future and then in January, I'm going to take that time and the break to just reassess the show and what needs to happen for the show, for my audience, for all of you wonderful listeners that have followed along in this journey so far, and what will make the most sense for me in my business as well. My goal is to come back for season two in some capacity, but to be honest, I don't know what that will look like, and I don't exactly know what it means for Probably Bothered in season two. If you have any thoughts or feedback or things that you love about the show or things that you would like to see in season two or maybe didn't like, I would love to hear from you. And you can always message me on Instagram at I am Becca Simone and let me know your feedback for the show. But yeah, I'm sorry that I don't have a more concrete update for you guys about season two, but I just wanted to give you a little glimpse about the changes going on in my business right now and why the show might look a little bit different when we come back. And I want to also end this season by genuinely saying thank you. I have had great conversations, not only with the guests on this show, but also with my listeners as well. And when you all take the time to message me about an episode or share it with your friends or email me to say, how incredible something was that you heard that was a nugget from one of our guests. It really does just mean the world to have your support. And this is definitely 
it's a passion project. And so to hear that feedback and to hear that you guys love this show as much as I do, it, it truly means the world. So, uh, with that, I am just going to say, I'll see you later. I'll see you back in January in some capacity. I'll be sure to update you guys uh, regardless of my thoughts of season two. I'll definitely come back and let you know what's going on. And I hope that you all have an incredible next couple of months until we speak again. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As always, if you resonated with this conversation, if you would like to pass it along to a friend, I would be endlessly grateful. And if you want to subscribe or leave a review as well, that would make my day. It would make my week if we're being honest. Until next week, this was Probably Bothered. Bothered.